You're listening to Body Confidence Redefined with Hayley Latcham. This episode of Body Confidence Redefined is brought to you by the Body Confidence Academy, a 12-week online group coaching program that I run where we bust your negative beliefs and behaviors around food, fitness, and body image to help reconnect you with who you really are on the inside and reclaim your true worth all while giving the middle finger to dieting, shame, and unrealistic expectations. It's got weekly personalized coaching and mentoring with me, as well as a community of amazing women who are also on the journey who can support and champion you. Plus, you get heaps of cool bonuses and lifetime access. Check out the show notes for details on what's included, and make sure you sign up to get notified when the next cycle opens for enrollment. I'd love to have you join us. This is Body Confidence Redefined, a podcast about redefining what feels good for you and your body and breaking free from unrealistic expectations and societal pressures of thinness and dieting in order to live a life on your terms. I'm Hayley Latcham, your host and a professionally trained coach specializing in body image and emotional intelligence, and I'm so excited that you're here. Welcome to the show. Hello, lovely, and welcome. I'm joined today by my guest, Nina Segura. We are talking all about how to overcome emotional and mental blocks and connect more deeply with our bodies to build unshakable confidence. That's what this woman is all about. So Nina is a transformational coach. She's a certified NLP coach and a hypnotherapist, and she helps heart-centered women to build unshakable confidence and purpose in life. Nina's passion is to help you remember who you are and embody in your mind, body, and spirit that you are the creator of your life. You are more than enough and you can have what you want. So Nina, welcome to the show, my lovely, and thank you so much for being here. (laughs) Hi, Hayley. Oh my gosh, I'm so really excited to be here too. Thank you so much for this space. You're so welcome, my lovely, and I'd love to jump straight in. I know you've got a really incredible, inspiring story. When you shared it with me a couple of weeks ago, I thought, you know, the world has to hear stories of amazing women like you. So Mm. do you mind sharing the kind of life for you before you found that unshakable confidence? And just tell us a little bit about where you've come from and how you've ended up where you are right now, helping other women to find and build their unshakable confidence amazing thank you so much okay so uh i'm i'm from ecuador i'm living here in australia but i come from a little country in south america um i will say that i have been trying like for a lot of time uh, finding my confidence in my country in my comfort zone and I thought that if I move out, if I change my body, if I do different things in the external world, I will have this confidence. So there I am finding myself in Australia, looking for my confidence, for my purpose, looking for these external things. So I came to Australia and I realized that, oh my gosh, here Australia literally um, helped me a lot to build that confidence because I was literally out of my comfort zone, out of my country. And yeah, the first challenge was the language barrier. So I had to overcome that part of language barrier. And I was really 
um, pushed by life to to connect with myself, with the truth of who I am. And I push myself to understand English, learn English, put myself in situations where I'm uncomfortable so that I can practice myself. So I immerse co completely in, in, in the culture. So that was one part of building confidence in terms of how I perform, how do I do life in another country. Then I found my passion, my purpose, which was finding this uh, career in coaching so that also helped me to um, become who I am because I immerse myself in a self-development experience so there's different things that I have done in terms of confidence and at the end of the day I will say that I am still building it I think it's a muscle and I love to connect everything with the body because it, our body is magnificent, teach us every day. So this is another absolutely another way of putting confidence. It's a body, it's a it's a muscle that we build it. So yeah, once you know that and acknowledge that it is there, it's your muscle there, and it's up to you if you want to build it up every single day and do different things to you know build it up and make it stronger. It's up to you, it's a choice. So I do things like take cold showers every day, like putting myself in uncomfortable situations, and I keep repeating things to myself, affirmation, things like that. So this is the way I build my confidence. But yeah, it's been a journey of experiencing who I am and putting myself out of my comfort zone and finding myself inside. I love that, Nina. Confidence is a muscle. And I know for you that you have had an experience where you literally did that as well. You literally built up your physical muscle. You entered a bodybuilding competition. And I know that you learned so much from that. And that is such an important part of your own journey and story. And you use so much of that now to help your own clients. So I'd, I'd love to know, and I'm, I'm sure the audience are dying to hear, like what did you learn along the way and what was that bodybuilding experience like for you in your journey towards unshakable confidence? Yeah, I'm so grateful that when you set the intention that you want to build something or you want to become something, the universe will guide you to experiences. So I think this was one of the experiences that I had. I decided I was in a position in my life where I was feeling really, um, like I say, in ashes, because at the end of this process, I, I, I felt that I was on fire. But before that, you know, uh, we need to be on ashes or like in this broken space where you feel like completely um, low. So I was in a place where I was really low in my self-esteem, in my confidence, in my who am I, wondering like what am I doing? And I was struggling with boundaries. So I, w I went through a situation of uh, toxic relationships and I couldn't, something inside of me was telling me like, no, you got to stop saying no. And for some reason, <laughs> I couldn't. Like I, I was pleasing this person and I was saying yes and mm -hmm. crossing my own boundaries. So I knew inside of me that I had to say no, but I couldn't. So I ended up in a really bad place. And I something inside of me called me to do this. Okay, Nina, you gotta set boundaries and you're gonna you gotta train yourself to to say no and to be 
uh, to keep your word. If you say yes, it's yes. If you say no, it's no. And you gotta, you know, train yourself. So I put myself in a bodybuilding competition. I, I saw a couple of signs from the universe putting me in front of me, people that were doing competitions and doing things like that. And for one time in my life, I thought, because I never was attracted to bodybuilding because I thought that's not feminine. That's not, that's no, I will never get into that. But for once, I really wanted to do all the opposite from my parents, myself even thought about bodybuilding. So I ended up going to this bodybuilding competition, competition. I hired my trainer. I was fully committed. And yeah, my life in that moment was like a crossing the line. Then in that journey, a lot of things happened. Like I, of course, got a lot out of it in terms of my mindset, because my intention was to build myself up from inside out. And the things that I wanted to build was um, discipline, uh, consistency, and patience, because I felt that those are the weaknesses in my life. So that was my main purpose of it. And it was amazing. The journey I could experience, that's why one part of my message is experience who you really are, because I didn't know that I was that committed, that disciplined, that patient, and that I could be that consistent. I didn't know. I didn't experience that in my life, never in my life, until that moment. And I was like, (laughs) wow, I'm actually capable of doing this. So, (laughs) yeah, that was amazing. I was really um, grateful for the journey. There was a drive, a passion, a desire, you know, that I really was committed. It was even like an internal force inside of me that kind of held me to do all of that process because I feel that it was a spiritual journey for me. However, at the end of the journey, when I was about to jump on the stage and I was so happy and proud of myself, like, wow, I felt so much healing. I was able to set boundaries. I was able to say no to parties, (laughs) no to people. Even I was in birthdays, people that were really special to me. I went to these birthdays and they were like, come on, Nina, just a little bit of cake. And I was so so strong-minded in in that area that I was like no I'm fine thank you it's it's okay everyone was looking at me like really like that much are you that and I'm like yes however at the end of the journey when I was about to get up in the stage because I was so committed that I signed up for this competition like a real one where you go and step in in there up it was I start shaking and I guess that's the moment when when your inner wounds or the things wounds or patterns come up strongly so one of them was literally like trying to fit there and being good enough and this voice of like you're not good enough you're not lean enough you are not I was shaking even though I was so I was really detached that's what I thought I was really detached to the outcome. If I win, I win. If I don't, I don't. I don't care. I did it for myself. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not lean enough. And then I found myself literally (laughs) comparing myself. And of course, you are judged by judges there. It was crazy. It was a very strong impact in myself in that moment. And the end or the result at the end of the the bodybuilding was the next day when I literally... I felt completely disconnected with my body. And in the whole week and month after the competition, I completely was feeling that I didn't know who I was. And 
and and I, it, this connection from from my mind, body, and spirit. Like my mind was thinking, "I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry." I was hungry all the time, and I ate like crazy. Like I ended up going to a restaurant. I remember this time really clearly. I went to a restaurant, and I ate like five um, mains, like five meals. And the lady came to me, and she was like are you really okay? Like, I'm not sure because I was calling her because I was going to order something else. And she was like, um, I'm not too sure if I'm allowed to give you more. And I'm like, why? And she told me literally, you are wow. so tiny, but I'm, I'm not sure. How are you? Like, she was even nervous to tell me like, are you okay? And, and I was, yeah, I'm just hungry. And I didn't stop eating until I literally felt that my body was in pain. So there was a complete disconnection. My body was full, but it was not until I was in pain that mm -hmm. I stopped eating because in my mm -hmm. mind, I was hungry, hungry, hungry. And I think my spirit in that moment, like my spirit or my soul, my heart was crying because then these emotions came up and then there's feelings of like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? This is not right. But it was really out of control. I couldn't control. It was, yeah. I, I don't know what to do. So it was really tough disconnection completely thank you so much for sharing nina I, I can hear so much contrast in your experience you know you from that experience you found you found strong boundaries you realized that you could be disciplined and consistent and patient mm. which are they're all great qualities and and also you came to a point where you realized I'm actually, I'm, I'm disconnected. I'm not listening. Something's not right here to the point where someone who didn't know you at all actually asked you with concern, you know, mm. are you okay? Mm. So clearly you, there were signs that something was off. And what's coming up for me is, 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 is the word balance that you were so keen to get your boundaries back and say no. And, and you said you were so strong with that, that perhaps it got to a point where you said no too much. And so I, I'm interested to hear from your experience, like when you look back and in that moment, how did you know, what were the signs that you started to see that, that you were disconnected and that it had become a problem? Yeah. Yeah. Like specifically that moment in this restaurant, it was really strong as I came back because in that moment I even showed the lady like, oh, it's okay. I'm fine. I just look at this picture. I... I I did this this week. <laughs> I was starving for like three, four, four months. So I was justifying myself. Like, it's all good. Like, you know, and she was like, oh, wow, you did a bodybuilding. All oh, right. It kind of justified. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I left. But I guess in the moment when, oh, actually, yes, this is the moment when I was in coming to my apartment, there is a lift with mirrors there. And literally, I was in front of the mirror and I could, I don't, I don't know how can I explain this, but well, I'm quite a spiritual, so I guess that's why I just could feel or see or sense a cloud around me, a really great cloud around me. And I saw myself in the mirror with that cloud around me. And I knew because even my soul, my heart was crying. I felt really bad. I, f I was in pain in my body. I was still hungry, even though I paid like 200 in the breakfast mm, <laughs> for myself. Wow. And I was in the mirror feeling like, oh, like completely dark, very dark. And 
yeah, I knew in that moment something is wrong, but I couldn't know. I didn't know what to do. Mm. In that moment, I felt like, what do I do? And I talked to my trainer and it's crazy because my trainer was training me because we were going to compete another time in a month's time again. So I was going to do it the nationals or something like that. And I told my trainer, like, I don't know how am I going to do the next one? And she was like, it's okay, Nina, this is normal. You got to keep going. You mm-hmm. got to keep doing. And I was also, you know, like pushed by her, but it was until, yeah, I knew that that was, that was not right. And that kept happening. I thought like the next day, okay, the next day is going to be okay. So I would, you know, get back on track or even after this binging, because these are binging, mm-hmm. um, I would go to the gym the whole afternoon. So if I eat, ate the whole day in the morning, like a lot in the morning until I was in pain, then I had to be in the toilet or be like resting because I was in pain. And in the afternoon around 5 p.m., I will be in the gym from 5 till, you know, 8 or 9 p.m. so that I could feel better because I burn burning or something. Mm -hmm. So that took that last like one week and a half and I knew it was enough. Uh, all of these signs, because this cycle repeated again and again and again. But I think that was the last one when I felt in the mirror that cloud of emotions. Yeah. I could feel it. It was like and your body, your spirit, your heart was calling to you in that moment, like trying to say, hey, will you listen finally at last? Yeah, and that's the interesting part. Like our our body is always talking to us. Your body is always giving you messages. And with my clients, even when we are doing like um, sessions and things come up, things will come up and they will release emotions, release thoughts and beliefs, and we will be doing this releasing. But then they will be will feel like this. They told me like one a couple of them tell me that they felt dizzy or they feel like throwing up or nauseous things like that and I I understand that because everything you some um somatize I don't know if it's the right word in English that your your thoughts or your what you think inside is also manifested in the external in, in your in your body so your body is talking to you all the time like if you have to detox or you're letting go something out inside it will come out also in the outside like everything has to be in and out so it's manifested. We, if your hair is falling down, there's a reason why. Mm-hmm. If you are having acne, there's a reason why. If you're having headaches, there's, your body has to release this somehow and do it also with signs in your body. So, of course, I, I didn't have my period either. There were a couple of signs physically, even mm-hmm. physically. I was having a lot of a roller coaster of emotions. And at the time, Nina, were you picking up on these signs at all? Like as you look, you've got the, mm-hmm. the, the benefit of hindsight now and you're talking about the dark moments. I'm wondering whether looking back, you can identify that was a dark moment, that was a sign and I either I was totally oblivious and I didn't know or I just pushed it away. What was happening for you throughout? Because it sounded like you were so attached to the empowerment of the experience. Yes. And getting those boundaries back, I'm curious to know, know w- whether that was like at any cost and were you pushing aside pain? Like were you experiencing anything like that as you were training as well? Yes, that's a really good question. I was going to say something about that actually because I could reflect now, right? And I could, I, I can see it now, but before I, I, I didn't. 
when I was training, because my goal was so big, my vision was so strong and important and meaningful to me, I couldn't see anything more than the goal. Like there were times where I was with really strong cramps. My body was telling me rest and I would be like, no, I will do it. And I ended up pushing myself, but it felt good. Like there, somehow I just knew it's okay. It's my mind telling me this, I'm going to do it. And I will, there's time when I was finishing my training and sometimes I will feel like crying and I will go to the toilet and cry and release that. And I will be like, why am I crying? I didn't mm. even know what I was crying, but I feel like, wow. And I have pictures in my Instagram where I am in the gym, like in my resting when I was resting because I was doing a rep and then tears will come up and I will be like, why am I crying? <laughs> this mm. is funny. And I will kind of giggle also like, this is interesting. Maybe I have, and I put it in a way like, oh, maybe it's my goal that is so strong. Wow. I'm so proud of myself. You know, so my conclusion with this or like with with this part of my my learning is that literally when you have an, a big enough why everything like it's not a joke when people say like you got to find your why, your purpose, your reason. Why are you doing it? And that's another thing that I work with my clients a lot. Like when you have a big reason, a big why it will definitely give you the drive, the motivation. A lot of people say, I'm, I don't know why I lose motivation or why I want to do this and then I ended up procrastinating. It's just because you don't have a, a big enough reason, like a vision, like a purpose, something that moves you, shakes you and puts you in that point that you really want to do it. Because I find it powerful that, wow, when you feel that you are weak completely, there's no more strength, no energy. If you look at your vision, you look up, then everything disappears and the strength and the power and the resilience comes from nowhere. And there's where I say, like, it's your your spirit which is taking you there now. Yeah. The purpose, your reason is really important. It's so powerful, yeah. but it has to be a really good one. For In my case, it was yes. the bodybuilding and that was it. And that's why after that, I was so lost. Mm. That's why I... It was completely, that was not the right vision because it was a short term. Like I finished that competition and then I was like, now what? I was lost. I had no idea what I was doing, what I, who am I? I was lost. That's why your vision, your purpose has to be even contribute. This is what I believe. It has to be a contribution to the bigger, to the collective, to everyone. It has to be not just about you, but how can you serve others? Because this is like, um, something that is can be sustainable and can you know is it's complete um, has to be for others. Your purpose have to be um, focus on others too and contribution in in something beyond yourself. In my case, the bodybuilding was my purpose, my vision, my body. It was just about me and my body, and it, it, I had to guide it in a different way, and that would have been a really good thing if I would have guided in a different way, but mm. it was not. And that's what I find a lot of people do. I did it. Like I put my vision as a, my body was my objective and that was it. And, or, or this competition. And then when you finish that, you take that, then what? Mm -hmm. That was the problem. Yeah. It's a question. I think so many, so many of those listening will, will understand it's it they've asked themselves I've asked myself that question before it's like okay now what 
and you're left feeling mm. empty and you're like, oh, this didn't solve my problems. This, mm. actually, this wasn't mm. the key to happiness. Oh, damn, mm. okay, now what? And I think what you've shared, Nina, is really, really powerful and important is how do you know what is the right vision and what you're talking about with bringing in an element of something that's greater than you that involves some kind of its contribution that's where we can have you know we can bring in that that real strong like driving why and it be grounded in something that's not just good for us it's good for other people it's it's good for the greater good and mm. it's going to be so much more sustainable so let's have a let's have more of a chat around that around around how people can know what is the right vision so they can sustain that motivation and and actually avoid avoid that disconnect from you know the goal at any costs particularly if if you know the many listeners will have goals around their physical appearance and their weight which i i really encourage people to move away from and instead have have goals and intentions and purposes for yourself that is about you going and ha- having experiences of life and 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 allow your body to 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 be what it is and and you can nourish and look after it as the vehicle for the experience and the greater vision and so from your experience and everything you know in, in your journey what are some of your i guess your key insights or your your key how to's when it comes to knowing what is the right vision and how do i move away from just you know the weight loss goal or the goal to tone up mm, yeah thank you for the question i guess because i experience it in my own body i the the way i can answer this question is 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 it came so naturally to me because I hit myself so hard. I was so focused on, um, at the beginning, I really wanted to build discipline, all of these things that were internal things, which is good when you are working on on how you want to feel. Like, I want to feel disciplined. I want to be consistent. All of that is good. But then I ended turn I turned it into... Uh, a wound that I had about my body too like I want to do good in my body and things like that naturally I decided to do this kind of reset in my body and I ended up doing this uh, going on a cold bath and and doing like a reset and shocking my body and was my fresh new start I was taking cold showers every day and things like that to reset myself and to come back to my my truth and finding the truth of me and yes, I literally decided to let it go, like let it go, the fact of focusing on my body. I was so focused on my body that I, I was like, no more. So mm. my vision from that moment was focusing on others. So I got back to the place of, okay, how can I help others? What, what do I love? What do I like? What I enjoy doing? And how can, like my purpose, my vision, my, my, what drives my life. And it came back to the same thing about helping people and empowering people and having a message for my people. Because I knew about coaching before, but I was not really connected with that enough or 
that much. I was focused on myself, myself and my body, which is good. When it was perfect. The universe wanted this way so that I can understand. And maybe now I can, from experience, talk about it. But I guess for the people that are listening, I really encourage you to to see your life and see what are the things that you love about uh, that have shaped your life, even if you are in the industry of teaching or 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 information. It's like finding your message, finding your voice. What is the thing that you love about, or what are you good at? What are you passionate about? What do you see doing? And from that is focusing on on on, on putting it out to the world and and focusing on on helping and doing or serving others because the moment that you start helping and focusing in the outside is like the it's, it's like your body specifically my body for example I always had this worry of like I'm gonna get fat I need to be doing going to the gym that's my priority and things like that yes it is now but it's because it's, it's, a, it's complementing my mission and my purpose. I guess when you are finding, when you find your purpose and you find what you love and you focus on that, uh, the energy, the vitality, your body will support you because I used to feel that my body was against me mm-hmm. and whatever I do, like my body don't do it the way I want it. Mm-hmm. But, I hate you. <laughs> Why is not doing it? But then now, like when I'm focused on my purpose and my vision of what I want to do and serve and help and what I'm passionate about, for some reason, my body is just following me and supporting me. And the weight loss is not a struggle anymore. Like now I don't even think about about it. And my body, I put a post the other day, like it's amazing. It, I I haven't been going to the gym crazy as I used to go like every day. Now I go once a week and I go to the beach and like just walk and have my time and just stop judging my body. Stop putting that much energy in my body. And now it's just like following and and, and the same. Like I, I see my body and I feel so good and I am impressed and amazed with how my body is. But I guess it's because I focus on on something that I love, that I'm I'm passionate about. And I guess scientifically, you know that when you are doing something that you love, you are releasing endorphins. And it's just like this happiness and your body is less stressed or like it's yeah. relaxed. And yeah. there is where you actually lose weight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but when you put too much energy on your body, why do I why I don't lose weight and all this focus and stress, your body gets even more more stress like Ugh. yes yeah and then it, it does the holding pattern uh, as uh, yeah. as is described you know in that stress state your body will it will literally shut off your digestive system and exactly. and will stop you from yeah. resting and i i absolutely love this i love i love your excitement and revelation around the fact that oh my gosh when i when i do something i love and, and it's about joy and it's about purpose and others and my, my body takes care of itself and this is the, this is the wonderful truth and fact of of being in in such a a, a marvelous vehicle like the human body is incredible when we work with it and we stop fighting it and exactly. and we work on you know lighting up our heart our soul what what our mission and message is and we we get curious about life and we we go out there mm. and experience it and it's like you said, what whatever you do to nourish and nurture and strengthen your body is complementary to the vision. 
it's it it's to fuel the purpose and the vision and it I do this so I can have more joy in life like for myself I the movement and training and exercise I do it it varies and it's all so that I can go out and and be able to live my purpose which is to move and connect people I want to bring people together I want to move them and I, I I need energy and vitality to do that and I move and train my body so I can go and do cool shit like Spartan race and adventure races. I've got one coming up actually in two weeks. And, you know, yeah. I, I went out for a run yesterday. I felt a little kind of fatigued and tired. And I thought, you know what? I've got this adventure race and I want to make the most of that. So let's just go out for like a gentle jog. And as soon as I was outside, mm-hmm. my body was like, woohoo. And I, <laughs> and I ended mm. up doing like quite a fast run and it felt great because I just, I invited my body to the party instead of saying, do you know what? You're just going to bend over and do what I say. If you don't do it, oh, my God, there's going to be punishment. Just getting rid of that cycle, Mm. it it changes so much about the way that you Mm. experience yourself and life. Yeah. Hello, lovely. This is just a quick message to let you know that the spring cycle of the Body Confidence Academy is now open for early bird enrollment. Just click on the link in the show notes to get 20% off. That applies to both the 12-month payment plan and also if you decide to pay up front. If you've got any questions, just email me at hayley at hayleylatcham.com. Be sure to check out the program website too where you can check out testimonials and reviews from the other ladies who've just completed the winter cycle. I cannot wait to see you there. Now, back to the show. One of the things that I also got or the way I explained it also this is that it's like as if look at your body as if it is a person, like literally your your friend. And there's this such a bad relationship with your body, with your friend. It's like, but it's your friend. He's going to be there all the time anyways. So you better have a good relationship with him. But normally, and what happened with me was that I kept rejecting this friend I was and I pushing him and or her in this case my friend is pushing her and saying like oh even like you know judging her and like why don't you do this uh, enough you you had to be at 5 a.m in the gym you were not and constantly you know treating this friend like this bad imagine if this were actually a real person a friend do you think that if if you keep telling this person like why can't you do this? Why are you so fat? Why are you doing? Why do you eat that much? And you keep you know criticizing and rejecting this friend, this friend. And then you want you ask this friend, okay, we gotta lose weight. This friend will be so upset with you that this friend wouldn't even want to do the things that you want what wanted to do. So. That's why people have this love-hate relationship with the gym too, because they are like, I know that I have to go to the gym, but I don't know, I don't want to go. It's like mm. this friend don't want to go with you because yes. it's been punished so much that you tell him, okay, let's go to the gym. And the friend is like, no. Yeah, because it's, it's like, like, yeah, the friend's like, oh, that's a bad experience <laughs> for me. Why are you making me go do something that's just bad? Ex- you get mean to me and shout at me all the time. That's awful. And this is the disconnection that I, I talk about because it's like your friend is has to be close to you. Your body has to, you got to love it and, and know it and connect with it. But because we treat it and talk to it so bad and treat him so bad that ended up, you know, being disconnected. And, and this friend wants to be so far away from you because you are so nasty mm-hmm. or you are so mean or so, you know, it, it doesn't want to even follow through what you want. 
like, let's do this. And the friend, maybe you get excited and say, yeah, we got on a new diet or new gym or whatever. And this friend is like, okay, she's excited. Okay, kind of these good moments. Yeah. But then again, the judgment is like, oh, no, you know yeah. what? I'm give, I'll give you my back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's the cycle. And, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, it just perpetuates those, that punishment reward cycle mm-hmm. and, and that unending frustration when you're like why isn't my body doing the things I I, I'm saying I want it to but when you're saying it from such a place of hatred and dissatisfaction and judgment it's Mm. it's no wonder the body is is gonna it's gonna hold itself in a protecting Mm -hmm. pattern your body protects itself from you Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is your friend like saying like no I don't want to go yeah here. don't make me you know I don't want to yeah yeah <laughs> exactly. this I think I think this is such an effective metaphor for the relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so easy and thank you so much for bringing it to the table Nina I absolutely love it yeah. and and what, what I'd love to to chat more about is is moving so you had that that cold ice bath you were you you shocked your body back to more of a neutral state and I'm curious to know what were your next steps in in built in going back to that unshakable confidence from that place of everything that you've been through the lessons that you'd learned you had discovered okay I can be disciplined and I can be consistent and patient and I also know now that I need to I, I actually need to listen to my body so what what were your steps between then and where you are now? Because you have such a different relationship with your body now that is mm. healthy and beautiful. Yeah, literally, it's it literally was like um, what's the word? It's like when you want to reconcile with this friend. Mm. Like I knew I could see. I had to stop like this was my big stop because uh, it was terrible so I had to stop and literally be honest with myself and I had to be honest that I was in a bad place I couldn't keep avoiding it and and pretending that it's okay it's okay I'm eating like having this binge eating because I did this competition like I, I had to stop doing that I had to accept that there was a problem and that I was disconnected. I could see my friend like really far away from me. I could see my friend crying up there. Like my friend is my body. I could see mm-hmm. it crying. I could see all of that. And I had to acknowledge that and accept it. I was like, okay, this is going on. And journaling is something that really helps me. And I was journaling one day and literally I had to face that because I guess with journaling is like having this conversation with this friend and this my body and I was journaling and I was facing the fears of like okay what is wrong with getting fat because that was my fear my biggest fear mm-hmm. is like oh, now I'm gonna get so fat because I'm eating like crazy and I'm not working out the way I used to work out and uh, my body this fear is like really rational fear of what's gonna happen and this anxiety and in guilt and all these emo- negative emotions so I was journaling and facing that okay what is what is the fear about like okay what's the worst scenario what if I get fat then what and like literally thinking okay what is the problem with that and I felt my body telling me and facing that with me and that's why I, I use this metaphor a lot because it's my journey literally I felt while I was journaling he my body was in front of me 
uh, because I invited him pretty much through journaling. I invited my body to be in front of me and, and, and facing him. Like he was telling me like, what's the problem? Okay. I'm fat. So if I get fat, if I eat one on one, what's the problem? Why you keep rejecting me? Why you keep telling me that I'm not good? What, why, why do you keep doing this to me? And, and I had to tell him like, because I feel bad because I feel that. And I was journaling all of these fears and, and a lot of information came through in terms of like, okay, it's time if you really want to get back to me and like have a relationship with me, time to accept it. Accept. If I get fat, so what? Mm-hmm. And I came to that moment where I felt like it's okay. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. I'm gonna love you no matter what. And this was this reconciliation, like getting into an agreement with my body and telling him like I'm gonna accept you, I'm gonna love you. And I want to be here for you. And I could hear my body telling me, like, I just want you to hear me. I just want you to be happy. I just want you to be with you. And this is why I say, like, your body is for you. Because I felt my body telling me, like, I'm here for you. I just want you to do what you love. And I want to follow you and help you and support you. This is the ultimate desire of your body. And I could feel my body opening that to me when I opened up for him. So this was this connection back again, and I literally felt. So I really encourage people to journal on that and have this conversation with your body or imagine that you your body comes out and you are in front of you and have this conversation where you actually understand what is your body ta- trying to tell you. What is even when people have, you know, with my clients also, we they have like headaches or they have like stomachache or their knees or their bones are hurting. Even that, like I tell them, like touch that part of your body and talk to that part and ask him, like, what are you trying to tra- tell me? What I am, am I not listening? What is what is what is missing? What is what do you need from me? Because your body is trying to talk to you and we're just not listening. So this is the connection that I talk about. And this is the connection that I had with my body. And and I literally, when you have this connection, it's kind of like your body will guide you also, will support you. It's like gonna it's gonna whisper the things that that you both can do so that you both are on track and feeling amazing. So uh, out of the blue after that conversation or that feeling or that kind of breakthrough that I had in facing my fears, I committed to myself that I'm going to let go. Like all these, just allow my, allow to feel my body and that's it. And the next day I was scrolling out something in Facebook and I found this, um, uh, yes, a, uh, ice bath immersion is the method of Wim Hof where you do... Uh, cold baths and I decided to go to that place and I just set the intention like I went with my body I felt like my body was my team and I was like reconciliating (laughs) with him and I was like we're gonna go and do this yes this is gonna be a fresh new start okay yes so I put the intention the power of intention and that was a fresh new start and from that moment I that's why I take cold showers every day because it's a way of anchoring with uh, or like a connection with my body like we are resetting our body I'm I'm going um, it's like my relationship with my body with that. Um, and yeah, from that moment, I, I literally let go and I started to flow. If my body, as you mentioned before, like I just allow yourself to do things that you love or that makes you happy and you can, it can be different. So from that moment, I literally kind of something happened inside of me. I just let go and I, I was following with whatever my body felt 
like to do. I was listening to him mm. and it wasn't a way of honoring our friendship. So if I felt like eating a hamburger, I would go on that. And I, if my body felt like it's okay, I don't need it anymore, I will leave it in half and I will feel yeah. so good because there was no deprivation. I can't do this or I am not going to have this hamburger never again because I'm on the diet so I didn't have that anymore. There was no restriction. There was no, I can't do this because I could do anything that my body wanted, but my body will guide me on doing just things that were okay, like felt good. Mm. So I won't eat the whole hamburger because I, I couldn't. So I yeah. will eat just half or like whatever, or sometimes I will eat more than the hamburger with chips and that was okay. Yeah, I totally get what you're saying, Nina, because it's... um. I, I have a very similar experience with my body. I, I've learned to trust it. And yet sometimes I'll eat, I'll, I'll eat the whole burger. Other times I might leave two bites. My husband will look at me and go, you've only got two bites, finish it. No, I'm full. No, my, my, my body's full. And yeah, there are times when I'll eat a lot more and times when I'll eat less. And And over the long term, I trust my body to hold itself in balance and mm. I trust, I trust what it's telling me. I trust its wisdom. I trust it knows. And I listen mm. to the hunger signals. And if I'm not hungry yet, I'm not going to have breakfast, lunch or dinner at some arbitrary time because I'm supposed to. I've, I've learned to listen to my body for when it's hungry. And, mm. and it sounds like you, you've, done, you've done the same thing as well. And isn't it amazing when you, you do finally let go of the restriction and you trust and your body's like, see, see, I told you, I've got this, I've got you. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to let you down. I'm here. Like you said, I'm here. I want the best for you. I'm here to support you. If you trust me and you listen to my wisdom, we're going to be, we're going to be okay. We're going to be, we're going to be healthy and have energy and we're going to feel good. And I will tell you what doesn't feel good. And when you get into that relationship, it's absolutely joyous. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and I guess part of that is, is really understanding what is your body telling you and what are the wounds that your body will have. Because um, I guess with, with me, a lot of wounds came up also, like turns like forgiving my mom, because I always saw my mom struggling with clothes. I always saw my dad saying like, it's good to be fit. It's good to be a slim, like a woman with, you know, a slim body is really good. You know, these, these boxes. Mm -hmm. And I could see these things and, and these wounds of like, oh, I need to be perfect. Or I need to do these li limiting beliefs at the end that, you know, it's, it's kind of this... Um, this uh it's difficult because one part of you wants something and believes some or want to believe something and the other part is so used to believe all these old things so it's also a, a, a lot around doing uh releasing these limiting beliefs around your body and really allowing your body to speak up and accepting that and, and being okay with that and and exploring being curious with with that Definitely. Like even another thing that I, I ended up doing because it felt right, apart from the food, also exercising. Like sometimes I felt like going to the gym, I will go. Sometimes it's just going and walking by the beach, I will go. Sometimes it's not doing anything. I have never done yoga in my life. 
But for some reason, my body was like, okay, let's be curious. So I'm never being attracted to yoga either, because imagine if I do gym in my head, like in my mind, <laughs> the belief is like, you know, I need to sweat and, mm. and push and strong and lift weights so that I feel that I worked out. So yoga for me was like, it's a joke, <laughs> but I would never touch yoga in my head, no? But after this connection with my body, I was so curious. Like I ended up going to a yoga class with a friend and like really being curious and allowing myself to explore different things, pole dancing, uh, rock climbing, different things and Zumba. And, and I allow my body. So my rule now is like, or my standard now is just, I move my body because I love it. So it's not that I exercise, I work out, I go to the gym. It's not even that. It's just moving my body because movement is life. So that's it. And my standard is move my body. I move it. Sometimes I don't I don't go to anywhere. I'm just today I was jumping and doing kind of uh, jump stars, just moving my body because that gives me life and energy. That's my standard. That's it. And I'm so okay. And my body is so okay with that. And another thing, um, with, with that, that I realized was talking to my body. Helped me a lot with that relationship with my body. A lot. Like, uh, literally, <laughs> I used to struggle too. Because after my hormones were so crazy and losing hair, my period was uh, imbalanced. Like, everything was a mess after that. Because I was disconnected, as I said. But because I was in this journey of connecting with my body again, I just... My body was falling a lot. My hair, my hair was falling a lot, a lot. And it didn't grow and I was struggling with that. So yes, I started to talk to my, my hair because everyone was saying, even my boyfriend was like, Nina, there's something wrong with your hair. It's falling too much, way too much. And then I just started talking to my hair too and, and telling my hair like, what is wrong? Uh, like, mm. cutie, like, what are you doing? Like, what's happening? And just giving affirmations and love. Like, I love you. It doesn't matter. If you want to fall, fall as much as you want. It's Aww. okay. We will, like, even accepting to that point that it's okay. Okay, you're going to fall. Okay, fine. It's okay. I love you. It's, we're going to be fine. We are good. Look at you today. And talking like every day, look at you today. You are shiny today. Sorry you are getting that. there. You are, get And you have no idea after, <laughs> after, I forgot even like how long it takes, but I just realized and clicked in, in myself when I found someone telling me and Nina, wow, your hair is so beautiful and so looks so healthy and and like compliments about my hair. And I'm like, what? Really? Everyone was complaining. I went to a hairdresser and the hairdresser will be like, oh, you need, you know, these special things and that to fix your hair. Like everyone was telling me things to fix, fix, fix. Mm. And after I was complimenting my hair and talking to my hair, I got compliments about oh, how beautiful is your hair? And that clicked in myself. Your, your words have power. And when, whatever you declare, whatever you say, you know, it's, it's, you are emanating this energy. And like, it's crazy. My, my, my best friend knew all this journey too. And then she decided to start talking to her abs. So now she's like, Nina, I'm doing the same as you, but with my abs. And like, oh, you are so flat and things like that. It, it turns into a joke now with that. But it's funny how if you talk and share love to the parts of your body, like literally things can happen. And yeah, talking to your hair is amazing or talking to your body in general. 
I'm going to start talking to my hair now every every morning. <laughs> you do. You're I amazing. Have, I have a love-hate relationship with my hair. And now I'm thinking, oh, poor hair. I'm so sorry I've been mean to you. Yeah, do like, that. Yeah. I think because my journey has been so largely fixed on my actual body, like other parts of my body, like my legs and my bum and my tummy. And so there are parts of my body that have been overlooked. And now I'm really inspired to talk to those parts of my body to yeah talk yeah. to my hair and and be loving of it and know that yeah. it's okay right now there's coronavirus I can't get a haircut that's okay you you grow all over the place wherever you want to <laughs> that's okay darling I still exactly. love you you can look as wild and as mad as you want and <laughs> and I think it's important to bring fun and lightness and, yes. and laughter into this yeah. I think there's so much around the body can be like way too serious and yeah. and heavy and yeah if we can yeah. bring some laughter into it because I know that that's one of the markers of you know highly successful people is they take themselves lightly they're actually able yeah. to have humor and <laughs> and ha- have a, a healthy joke with themselves which is so, so oh my powerful. gosh you have no idea. <laughs> Imagine that I use my so once I, re- I remember I use my social media even like I don't care like this is loving my body and I had a pimple in the in my nose like just in the middle like in front like and it was a huge one so I looked like you know a cl- clowns have a red nose and stuff like that so I felt like oh my gosh and I was going to hate that pimple, you know, is a normal thing that you see something like that. It's like, <laughs> this pimple, oh my goodness. But I was like, oh my gosh, but I know how it works, like my body, how it works. And and whenever even I have a pimple anywhere, I'm just, I talk to the pimples, even I talk to the pimples like, is this because of the makeup or is this because I understand my pimples? And even that one <laughs> in my nose, I made a story saying, hey, this pimple is trying me to, te- to tell me that I should have more fun in life. Like I need to smile more. Like this reminds me like a clown, right? Mm. Because I have my oh, red nose. Yes, huge. I love that connection. And I was like, maybe this, my pimple is trying me to tell and I, it was a season where I was really stressed, actually. And I was like, okay, I need to be more fun, have more fun in life. That I, and literally, this pimple was like, the next day it was fine. It was like better. And it just, you just, as you said, just make it fun. Just have these, make jokes of yourself too. And understand your body, love your body, accept your body, reconciliate with your body. And things will change. It's, it's, your body is amazing beautiful it absolutely is Nina and thank you so much for sharing your story so intimately and with vulnerability and I I thank you so much you've added so much value do you have any other final words that you would like to share with our audience oh that we are all one and I love you all I don't know who is listening to this I would love to connect with you because I think we are all connected. There's no coincidence why you are listening to this. I, I, have, I have no idea what I was going to talk to you about. Like I knew about the body and things like that. But all of these things that I came up right now is like, wow. I, I said the intention that whoever is listening to this can be touched, can be listened, can this message is not coming from my head, but actually from my heart, from from God also or the universe so that it can give light and hope and empowerment to your life, to whoever is listening. So I love you. Thank you so much for listening, for having this space, Hayley. Amazing. Thank you. 
Thank and you. Yeah. Thank you Let's so be much. All in touch because at the end of the day, we are we are all one, and it's not a coincidence where we are connected. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself. Absolutely beautiful, Nina. Thank you so much. And I'd just like to finish with a couple of of different questions. So yeah. each time I have a guest, I ask them the following questions to help build a library of personal views around the body and and what body confidence is to each individual person with the intention to inspire all of our listeners out there to get clearer and stronger on their own definition of body confidence and what it means to them because that that's the name of the podcast this is body confidence redefined we are encouraging people around the world to create their own meaningful definition that feels good of what body confidence is so nina what does body confidence mean to you personally i guess from all what i have said i think it it comes to connecting with your best friend which is your body and knowing that your body it's for you for you and this is this is part of your team to build this confidence inside out I love it it's part of your team I will always think of my body now as my friend my friend (laughs) my body my friend and Nina lastly what do you appreciate the most about your body that you just want to take a moment now to just give thanks give gratitude give appreciation to um Actually, I'm putting my heart, my my hand right now in in this body, in my in this part of my body, which is my heart. I think my heart is this powerful uh, part that it's giving me life, and it's allowing me to be here, present, and it's allowing me to have this uh, energy, this breath, this my cells functioning, my organs functioning, every single thing. Uh, if it wasn't for my heart, I wouldn't be here and my body wouldn't be present in this in this time, in this reality. So I'm just really grateful with my heart. And I guess my heart also have my memories from, I believe in past lives, I believe that we are a spiritual beings. So I believe that all these, the truth of who we are is a store there in our heart. And sometimes even we can forget things because in this physical reality, in our body, um it's easy to get be guided by the senses or what we see what we hear what we feel even but in our heart it's connected to the truth that is beyond this physical realm and i think the truth of who you are is there and and this truth is coming out and it's connecting to your physical body and then you can actually experience and that's why i always remember i always say it's about remembering who you are so that you can experience who you really are through your body. So I want to honor my heart. That's beautiful. So those of you listening, take a moment to just put your hand on your heart and remember who you really are inside and take a moment to connect with that and that truth of you at your inner core. And as you listen, uh, Nina, can you tell us where people can find out more about you and your work? Yes, definitely. Thank you so much for for this connection with everyone here. Um, you can find me in social media. I'm quite active there in Instagram as Nina underscore Segura underscore 
or Facebook also, Nina Segura, or in my website, it's uh, ninasegura.com.au. So we'll have all of those links in the show notes for you. Thank you so much for listening. A huge thanks to Nina for sharing her incredible story and all of her body wisdom with us today. And remember, you are good enough just as you are.